Hello there, everybody. Welcome to Hear Me Holler. I'm your host, River, and today we will be talking about something a little bit different um, than I would usually do. Um, So, obviously, throughout this uh, second season, um, I have been exploring more on different things for this podcast and uh, exploring different ideas and uh, today is going to be expanding on that. Um, I am going to be doing something that a lot of people have been doing recently and it's very, very popular. Um, and that is, um, going on Reddit and going to, uh, am I the asshole? Um, and reading those And just basically, like, saying, yeah, you're the asshole or you're not. Um, And it's just a way for a lot of people to kind of express um, their opinions on things. I don't know. It's just a little different. So uh, I will be doing that today. So, yeah, let's just get right into it. So the first one says, am I the asshole for not letting my daughter go to her homecoming dance? My daughter is 14 and a freshman in high school. She came home one day after being at her mother's uh, for a week. We split custody and wrote homecoming on our calendar and starts talking about all the plans she made with her best friend to go to homecoming together. Homecoming week happened to fall on the week that she was with me. She started raving to my wife and I about the dress her mom took her to buy, and she's matching with her friend. She even bought a ticket already. I was furious with her entitlement to just make all these plans without asking me first. I can admit it's not just her fault, but her mother's as well, for not clearing it with me before buying her address and the ticket. In fact, I wouldn't put it past her and her mother that to... have bought the dress and ticket before asking her... Uh, before asking in order to force me into letting her go. I want to teach her a lesson by asking first and not assuming that I'm just going to let her go do whatever she wants and that she can't manipulate people in order to get her way. So I told her that if she asked first, I'd been happy to let her go to her homecoming dance. But since she decided to make plans and buy stuff before even asking if she could go, I wasn't going to let her. She cried and told me that you only get one freshman homecoming, and I told her, Maybe she should have thought about that. I said all homecomings are the same way anyway. She has three more opportunities to go and she's not missing much. She sulked in her room for the rest of the day and didn't talk much. I tried to comfort her, but my wife said not to because I'd be teaching her that I'll give her my attention if she acts upset and cries. I went to comfort her anyway because I didn't think she was acting but she rejected me that infuriated me even more so i left her in her room alone to cry her mother was furious when when she found out and demanded that i pay her back the money she spent on the dress and homecoming ticket i said absolutely not because she didn't clear it with me before buying those things so it is her fault however she 
contacted her attorney who contacted mine and long story short i got to sit down with my wife and our family therapist for a painstaking conversation about communication it's now long after homecoming and my daughter is pretty much back to normal but she's still angry with me for not letting her go to that dance i stand firmly by my decision but by not letting her go but was i an asshole now um i have very firm um thoughts on this um when i first read it my initial thing was i i gotta stop at the words teach her a lesson because she's 14 right it's a school dance um i think This is why children cut off their parents. <laughs> How are you going to say and teach her a lesson when, like, it, it, I, I'm struggling to word this. First of all, him saying things like, her entitlement, teach her a lesson, manip manipulate people to get her way, and rejecting me are huge narcissistic flags to me. And that is something that is like, yes, you're the asshole. There's no reason why you aren't. <laughs> and it's like, she's 14 and it's a school dance. You took something that was supposed to be about your daughter enjoying something and making it about you and you're going to punish her for something that her mother decided to make a decision for and you can't put it on your daughter that your daughter is doing this and saying it's not fair that you're saying no because she probably asked her mother if she could go, and the mother didn't consult you and just said, yeah. And then bought the dress and the ticket. It's the mother's fault for not communicating with you. You can't put that on your daughter. And that's another thing of, like, if your parents are separated, or if you and your ex-spouse are separated and you have children together, you never make anything that one or the other parent made a decision about and didn't consult the other and put it on the children because it's not the child's fault it's the other parents and decision that was made you can't blame the child for it so you should have let her go and she has the right to be angry at you because you're angry at your ex-girlfriend ex-spouse whatever her mother for not consulting you before making a decision and the fact that she's 14 and you're already putting it on her that it's her issue that's that's wrong now your ex wife mo mother of your child whatever lost that money and you're not going to pay her back just because you're angry that like no you should pay her back in my opinion you should pay her back because she bought that stuff and now it's not going to be used. You're just angry. 
that your daughter had and this is the this this is coming from my view of he's a narcissist the father is a narcissist in this situation you're angry that somebody might be happy without your direct involvement in it and your permission in the stance and the fact that your wife her stepmother told you not to go and comfort your child because you'd be teaching her that I'll give her atten- give her attention if she acts upset and cries she's your child if your child is upset you need to comfort them and yeah if they don't want you to comfort them that's that's them you need to respect their boundaries and the fact that when she rejected you and said i don't want you to comfort me and you got angry at that that's the you issue and that points me more into you being a narcissist and like like i bet that he's gonna come back to this in a couple years and be like i don't understand why my daughter doesn't want to communicate with me anymore and it's like no (laughs) i think we all know why and it's like maybe next time you should celebrate something that makes your child happy because you know like you're a parent and not that child's child and saying that your daughter crying is manipulating you your child is allowed to have feelings and i this really (laughs) is the reason why i want to parent the way that i'm going to parent because you're a toxic asshole if you act like this and yeah you are the asshole i mean i don't i think that we can all agree yeah he's the asshole in this situation because you're taking out frustrations that you have with your ex on your child hello you 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 shouldn't do that all right next one um i clicked on immediately after just seeing the uh title of it am i the asshole for refusing to lie about my cousin's cancer (laughs) that (laughs) title immediately had me like all right you're gonna have to say a lot of things my 27 female mom is a twin she and her identical twin are extremely close my mom and aunt alice had my cousin emma and i in the same year emma is about six months older than me and we are both only children Emma has always been the favorite, as she is beautiful, smart, talented, and very religious, which my family adores. Emma and I have always gotten along well, but have never been close, as our mothers would like us to be. 
mostly because we grew up in different cities. My aunt and I became very close as I decided to attend her alma mater for college. We FaceTime one to two times a week. Emma is married to her junior high school sweetheart, Jack. Jack's sister, Tatum, is my very best friend and actually how Emma and Jack met. Met. Tatum and I have been best friends since we were five, and I've known Jack since then. Emma was recently diagnosed with cervical cancer. I'm a gynecology nurse practitioner. She came to me immediately upon diagnosis, and I got her into our practice that day. It was caught very early, and her prognosis is very good. Upon review of her chart, with her permission, I found out... I found that she was HPV positive. This was concerning to me because Emma was very outspoken and proud of the fact that she and Jack were pure before their wedding. I was furious because this meant Jack had an affair and now my cousin had cancer because of it. Before I got the chance to bring it up, Emma broke down and confessed that she had been having an affair for three years. I was in disbelief and part of me wanted to tell Jack or Tatum but I decided that that was not my place to do so. Emma assured me that she would come clean to Jack and that the affair was over. A couple months later, post Emma's surgery, she didn't require chemo or radiation. We were all at the family gathering and my aunt pulled me aside. She asked if I had been tested yet. I was unsure what she was talking about, so I asked. She wanted to know if I had the genetic testing done to see if I carried that gene that caused Emma's cancer. I immediately turned around and grabbed Emma. She admitted that she lied to her family and husband about what caused the cancer and the affair. She begged me to go along with her story. I absolutely refused, considering my job and the fact that I will not encourage women in our family to get tested for a gene that does not exist. She flipped out and ended up telling her husband at that event. Jack had, has filed for divorce, and my entire family, excluding my mom and dad, grandmother, and uncle, are on Emma's side. They say I should have kept the peace because she was sick. Am I the asshole? <clears throat> uh, there's an edit for info. I did not share any of Emma's medical information with my family. My aunt asked me a question about genetic testing. I found out Emma at... I found Emma at the event and asked her what Alice was talking about. Emma asked me to go along with the lie that her cancer was genetic and I refused. I think it's important to note that my family comes to me for medical advice frequently and I told Emma that I refused to lie or make up genetic predisposition for a cervical cancer that was in fact caused by HPV. I did not tell any of this information to my family. I just refused to pretend to pretend women in my family should get genetic testing done due to my cousin's made-up story. Um, my opinion, you're not the asshole. Um, there should have been, in my opinion, a boundary in place that, um, you shouldn't, I don't know how to phrase this. I think that there should be a boundary now um, that they can't come to you for any medical-related uh, services in any way. Medical opinion would be different. Um, or medical advice would be different. But I don't think that it would be right. I think that there should be a boundary 
that you can't treat your um, family members anymore because that put you into an ethical situation of, okay, but if I say that this, like at some point, you could break HIPAA. And which, by the way, a lot of people misunderstand what HIPAA is. Um, I'm not sure what the exact definition of it is, but it only applies to medical professionals um, and people who work in the healthcare industry. Um, so, for example, me being a housekeeper at a hospital, I mean, no longer am. I used to be. Um, if I had any communication with a patient while I was cleaning a room, I can't go and tell somebody that information. And if I overhear information from a doctor saying something or a nurse saying something to a patient while I'm cleaning the room, I'm not allowed in the room when doctors are in there, but I wasn't allowed in the room when the doctors were in there. But when the nurses were in there, I was allowed to go in and clean the room if they were comfortable with that. And if I overheard something, the nurse was saying, I can't go and tell anybody that information because that is uh, a violation of HIPAA because I cleaned in a healthcare facility where there was a respected um, thing that, no, you didn't take an oath with HIPAA and stuff like that, uh, but you are still responsible for not sharing that information. Um, if her as a uh, gynecology a nurse practitioner, you have to be very careful with the information that you give up out, even if it's your cousin. Now, if that cousin's there and it gives you permission, I don't know how that works. But um, I think that should have been something to begin with, like, hey, uh, my boundary, um, work and personal matters are kept separate. Um, if you are part of my family, I can't treat you. Um, and I can't have you <laughs> in my practice. Um, so that should have been there. Um, I don't, I'm kind of like, it's very much like, no, you're not the asshole because there's no reason why you would have been the asshole. She's the asshole for not coming clean about everything. And she's a cheater. So, I mean, my opinion about Emma pretty much is very outspoken. Uh, she's a cheater. And, I mean, she deserves for her husband to leave her because he deserves better. Because he deserves to be with someone who doesn't cheat on him. Three years. A three year of, a, of an affair. <laughs> And saying, oh, yeah, like, this person should have kept quiet and keep the peace because she's sick. No, that doesn't mean anything. Like, that's like saying, oh, well, she's sick now and give her, like, two years when she's not sick and I'll give this information. That's two years of Jack's life wasted because he's going to go and file to, to, for a divorce after those two years. Like, no, come clean now. It's better to come clean about something. And it's... And it's not even, like, Emma is the one, all the reporting party said was, 
I told her, absolutely not. I refuse to lie. And then Emma went and told her husband, Jack, about the affair. And it's obvious that Jack went and told the rest of the family about him filing for divorce and stuff like that. And that it was not genetic predisposition that would cause this cervical cancer. I think it's absolutely crazy that somebody would probably say that, yeah, she's the asshole for that. Um, I don't know. You saved, I, I would say, okay, so as someone, and I'm going to take this as my point of view, um, as somebody who has um, a history of cancer in my family, um, there are a lot of people in my family who have had cancer and passed away, um, and one of those happens to be breast cancer, and breast cancer has an associated gene. It's not... I can search it up and tell you exactly um it's called the BRCA gene and um how do I describe it so some people have an inherited mutation in one or both of the BRCA genes. Uh, so everybody has uh, the BRCA1 and BRCA2 genes. But some people have uh, a mutation that is inherited. It is genetic um, in one or both of these genes that increases the risk in breast cancer. Um, and the inherited gene mutation can be passed by uh, passed to you by either parents. Um, so a lot of people say if somebody in your family has had breast cancer, get tested because that you could have a gene, uh, have the gene. And considering uh, two people in my family have had breast cancer, um, one survived, the other didn't. Um, it was just thought that... Um, Yeah, we probably have that gene in our family, and uh, it's just something that we have to accept. Um, a lot of people say that uh, having the BRCA1 gene, having the mutation, uh, is worse than having the BRCA2 carrier um, gene. Um... It's kind of linked that if the BRCA mutate or the mutation is in the BRCA one, um, it's uh, like I think it's three times um, more likely for you to get it, and it's usually more aggressive and harder to treat um, than anything else. Or then if it were to be in the BRCA2 gene. Um, and it usually uh, is associated with 
a lot of the deaths. Um, it basically is not only linked to breast cancer, but it also is linked to ovarian cancer. Um, so with my family, I am, there's only two people in my immediate family on my mother's side who have gotten tested, um, or who have had genetic testing done. Me and my cousin, um, or my cousin and I, I don't know what my cousin's results are, but I can say what mine are. Um, I have, uh, there is no indication that I have the, uh, BRCA mutation, um, which is good for me. That doesn't mean, um, that doesn't mean that I couldn't, um, because there could be other factors in my genetics that could increase my risk. Um, I could also say that if I, so if I didn't have any of this testing, right, and somebody in my family who had breast cancer came to me and it wasn't common knowledge or it wasn't known about a BRCA gene and somebody in my family came to me and was like, hey, I have this type of cancer uh, and it's caused by a gene. Uh, you should probably get tested for it. I'd be like, what? Excuse me. Huh? That would have made me very anxious and worried that I could have a gene that could lead to something like this. And that is an asshole move. So this is a medical professional saying, hey, no, I'm not going to do that considering my job. I'm not going to lie for you. And then that leads to this person, Emma, to going and telling her husband that she had an affair and uh, she has HPV, which is caused by the affair, which caused the cervical cancer. That isn't on this medical professional's fault. That's on her for having an affair and which caused this. Um... So, I mean, no, you're not the asshole. <laughs> and that's what I got to say about that. You're not the asshole. <laughs> okay, so the next one is titled, Am I the asshole for leaving my mom's early when her whole family took Christmas photos? Me, 16 male, and my mom don't have much a good relationship. They had a bad divorce after my mom left my dad for some guy when I was seven, and I only saw her once every six months because she got married, then buys with her whole her new family. Since last year, she wanted us to start talking more and seeing each other, and finally met my two half-brothers who are six and four, then her two other stepkids who are around the same age as me. I am only with her on weekends, and last one, they were doing Christmas photos to send to my family. And I mean her husband's family and also my mom's, so like my grandparents, my aunts, cousin, etc. They had a photographer come, actually, 
Everyone was dressed for it except me, and she told me it just wouldn't make sense if I'm in it since the pics are also going to her husband's family side. But then I argued, well, our family side is getting the pics of his kids, so why should it matter? Like she said, she wanted me to be part of the their family when I started staying over since last year, but now they don't want me included in their family photo. My mom told me it's not a big deal, and I went upstairs while they did their thing. I don't know why, but it just made me really mad, but also sad. I didn't want to stay there that weekend, so my dad came after sending him a text. My mom argued with him outside because it was only Friday, and I told her I didn't want to stay there if she doesn't want to include me in their family, and I'd rather go be with my dad. My mom is still mad about it. She says she didn't mean to treat me that way, but how I behaved after cutting her or cutting out our time was mean and that it hurt her feelings. Am I the asshole for reacting the way I did, basically? For me, it still hurt, so maybe I didn't see why if it was wrong or not for cutting our weekend short. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, your mom doesn't... I, I think, basically, the way I view it is your mom doesn't get to choose when it's convenient to have a son. Um, either she accepts you for everything, or not at all. She sounds very insensitive to your feelings and selfish because her excuse also doesn't make sense. You're, the explanation that was made of, okay, yeah, it's going to his side of the family, but it's also going to your side of the family. And they get to see his kids so why can't his side of the family see all of your kids i am very sorry for you <laughs> that you have a mother like that um no you're not the asshole <laughs> and i hate that you have to ask yourself that because this is something that we were taught that if we don't respect our parents in every single way and we don't, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, we don't take our parents' feelings before ours, then we're an asshole for it. And that is not true at all. Uh, your mother is the asshole for not taking your feelings into consideration and your thoughts into consideration and also the asshole for deciding to take the photos on a day that you were going to be there if they didn't want you in the pictures then why do it on a day that you were going to be there <laughs> that's pretty like stupid and rude and it's like she was kind of shoving it in your face and it might not have been an intention, but it's basically like shoving in your face. No, we don't want you in the pictures <laughs> because you're not part of the family. So she's basically, she's 
being hypocritical because she wants you to be part of the family, but not a part of the family for other people to see. Like, yeah, you can be part of our family, but not to the outside world, only on the inside, which is, that's kind of what it's showing off to be. Um, and I don't know if it's meant to look that way, but it definitely looks that way. Um, it, it, it's really like she only wants you when it's convenient and narcissistic in a way. And I hate throwing around that word because it's like, oh, narcissistic, narcissistic. Like everybody throws around that word. But it's like, you're trying to take into consideration, you think you're the asshole because you're taking into consideration her feelings. But on her side, she's all about, okay, but it's my feelings. It's my feelings in this. And it's not like, she's like, I didn't mean to treat you that way. But how you cut her out was mean. Or cut the weekend short was mean. I mean, <laughs> it, it really is like, okay, yeah, but I didn't mean, mean to treat you that way. But you're the asshole for cutting our time short it's like she's not taking in your feelings at all it's like okay but i didn't mean to do that and it's like okay well i didn't mean to upset you you could literally it's literally like she's saying i didn't mean to make you feel that way you should say okay well i didn't make mean to make you feel that way when i left but i felt left out and you felt like you didn't need me in the pictures, so it was only convenient for me to be here when you want me to be here, and when it benefits you not taking my feelings into consideration in this entire thing. I don't know. It, it just... Your mother is a terrible person. Really. <laughs> I like going through uh, the comments or the, like, stuff on these. Like, people are saying, where did it go? She, she cuts you out of the picture. You cut her time. It's that simple. Um, I think it's pretty funny. Alright, so this next one I chose because um, I've seen a lot of things about Bridezilla's recently, and this title just screams Bridezilla to me. Um, so I'm going to read it. It says, Am I the asshole for covertly losing weight as a bridesmaid and refusing to be set up with her friend after overhearing the bride call me fat? My 30 female friend Kate's 30 female wedding. I already lost my voice. Was last weekend. We went to grad school together, but haven't seen each other much in person. 
in about two years, though we FaceTime and kept up enough since then, enough to where she invited me to be in her wedding. However, a large part of this is that her fiance, Kyle, 30 male, has eight groomsmen and she needed enough people. About six months before the wedding, the bridesmaids were all talking in a group chat on Discord, and I overheard Kate, who must have thought she was on mute or that her voice wouldn't carry, rather snidely turn to Kyle and say that I would round out the group because I would be a good counterweight to her fiancé's friend, Tim, the idea being that Tim and I were both obese. I had to pause. I was like, When she moved back towards the mic and said something about not being on mute, I acted like I couldn't hear anything and said something like, yeah, you were really far away. You sounded like you were underwater. and I couldn't hear you. I had been planning on losing weight anyway, but I lost 35 pounds of fat in six months and put on four pounds of muscle, largely out of spite. I've always hated pictures of myself and don't maintain social media, so it wasn't out of the norm for no one to see me. As soon as as soon I knew what my plan, I ordered a size down in my bridesmaid's dress, then had it tailored and a little more. I wore the tightest Lululemons? Lululemons I could find when I met everyone at the hotel the day before. And seeing the this girl shock on Kate's face was priceless. At the wedding, I still walked in with Tim, but he was a bit stiff and awkward around me, which I attributed to nerves or just not caring for strangers. Later, after enough alcohol had been passed around, the truth finally came out that Kate wanted to set me up with Tim, which I refused. And before she was 86, Kate said, you're not supposed to be skinnier than me. You're upstaging me at my own wedding. Wow. We didn't have a knockdown drag out fight, but it wasn't particularly dramatic. And it wasn't particularly dramatic, but apparently the other, other bridesmaids and groomsmen got the impression that I somehow been a bitch to Tim and that it was shitty of me to refuse a date with him. Kate and I haven't spoken since the reception, during which I said congratulations and essentially ghosted after things went south. And now I'm sitting here wondering if I'm the asshole. No. <laughs> the fact that, okay. If a bride is going to think you're skinnier than me, you're upstaging me at their wedding. It's their wedding. Nobody, like, if you're, you're, the only way that you're an asshole at wedding, at a wedding, is if you wear white, <laughs> if you, how do I phrase this? If you purposely try to upstage somebody or you cause a huge ass fight at a wedding. Um, no, you're not the asshole. It shouldn't have been any of the bride's business what, what you are anyway. And you shouldn't feel pressured to go on a date with someone or anyone at that point. And 
definitely not somebody just because of their weight matches yours. And the fact that you didn't say anything about his weight, um, or say, no, I'm not going on a date with him because of his weight, um, you're, it sounds like you're rejecting him mainly for the point that you were set up with him and you just didn't feel like it. Um, from what I read, I didn't see anything rude or being dramatic to, to the bride about anything. Um, and the only reason why you lost weight was, well, A, it was for yourself. Um, you've been, you, it, it stated that you wanted to lose weight for a while, but you just hadn't gotten around to it. And your biggest motivation to do so was the bride calling you fat. I mean, that was your main motivation to get your shit together and lose that weight. Um, the fact that the bride was obsessed with your weight. kind of a red flag in my opinion like imagine what their kids are gonna have to deal with um sorry i'm reading through some of the comments i agree with this one it, it sounds like it was just a shitty event with shitty people that aren't really your friends <laughs> there isn't anything in like Somebody, yes, I agree with this comment right here. I never understand brides who are obsessed with making their bridesmaids look bad and like being obsessed with what their bridesmaids look like. And like it has to be bad in order for them not to upstage them, which really just says that the bride A is a bridezilla. B, um, is just like really insecure about themselves. If you're worried that your bridesmaids are gonna upstage you at your own wedding, figure out what in you is making you feel like that. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, but if one of your things is like, I need to do an episode on bridezillas, I'm gonna do that. Um, I just, why would you want to set up, I'm sorry, if, I've never understood this, if the person you are talking with, like a friend, doesn't want to be set up with somebody, why would you set them up with somebody? Like, that's an asshole move, in general, like... If a friend doesn't specify, yeah, I want you to set me up with somebody, then don't set them up with someone. Because if my friend did that with me, no. Nah. Bye. You're not my friend anymore. Screw that. No. Because you're going against me. You're going against what I want. And my wishes are the most important in my life. So if I don't want to be in a relationship and you try to set me up with somebody, well, then you're a bitch. 
you're going against my boundaries. And it's pretty obvious <laughs> that you don't care about my feelings in this relationship when you're trying to set up somebody with me. Like, don't, like, if, if you're going to set somebody up with someone, then don't you want both parties to want to be set up with each other? Or want to be set up with somebody? <laughs> like, I, the red flag, just red flag to me, honestly. Um, somebody else. Okay, so somebody else in um, the thread said, I'm getting married next year. All four of my bridesmaids are skinny, skinnier than me. So what? I'm trying to trim down for my own comfort, but... I'd be crazy to try to get them to be, uh, try the, uh, frick, I can't read. I'd be crazy to try to get down to skinnier than my sister, who's a UK size 6, to my UK size 12. Also, I've picked out a dress that shows off all of my curves beautifully, and I'd feel stunning wearing, wearing, even if I don't lose a pound be uh, between now and my wedding day. I want my brides who are uh, bridesmaids who are people who I love and support me they're not there to make me look better by comparison that is so true your bridesmaids aren't there to make you look better by comparison they're there to support you on your wedding day and I don't think I need to say anymore let's just move on to the next one <laughs> Okay, so this next one, I think, is going to be my last one, uh, but we will see. Um, this one says, Am I the asshole for telling my brother and sister-in-law, you've got your big day, now you have to deal with the consequences? My 29 female brother, 31 female, and his wife, 34 female, got married two months ago. They had a destination wedding. Unfortunately, none of our side, except... A cousin could attend due to multiple valid reasons, which I list a short few. Grandparents, 95 female, 98 female, 89 male, are too old. Our parents, mom has breast cancer, and my dad takes care of her full time. Me and our youngest brother's girlfriend, heavily pregnant, and have a newborn. Our older brother and aunt are busy doctors who have to be extra careful. Everyone else either couldn't afford it or couldn't get two weeks off of work. We tried to explain to them the situation months before the wedding, but were hit with our wedding, our rules. Don't like it, don't come. We asked to be able to help in any way, but any way we could. But a few weeks before the wedding, their attitudes changed. We were told they'd prefer to go low contact because we weren't coming to the wedding, which meant we didn't support their marriage. I even begged to pay for the bridesmaid's dresses, but my brother told me he didn't want the money. He wanted me at his day. I tried to explain to him his wedding was four days before my due date. He ended up screaming at me, calling me a spoiled, entitled uh, brat, and then blocked me. 
They did similar stuff with everyone. They even went as far as getting my extremely sick mother upset to the point where my father stopped talking to my brother. So into this situation, after months of passive-aggressive posts on social media and bride-slash-groomzilla tantrums, they went to make up with everything due to my mother finding out extremely heartbreaking news. She had six months left. We all ended up having dinner at my family home tonight with everyone being extremely cold to my brother and his wife. No one really cared to listen about their wedding nor look at their photos. My brother ended up getting us, the siblings, alone to ask why we were being dicks. My youngest brother told him tonight wasn't the time, then walked out. Oldest said when my mom died, he would never speak to him again, but due to the fact I'm his only sister, he seems more mad slash upset at me. I told them, you got your big day, now you have to deal with the consequences. My brother and sister-in-law got extremely upset and then left. My mother asked what happened and we told her he had the runs and needed to leave. My brother sent me a heartbreaking email afterwards on how he felt so rejected that we weren't at his wedding nor apologized after sorry for my bad grammar but with the news of my mother and having a newborn plus the situation with my brother my mind is a noodle right now so am i the asshole no the fact (laughs) and before i uh pick this one i actually read it and that's why i picked it because screw that um and i read the first uh thing on here and it says not the asshole original poster i am so sorry that at this time when you should be celebrating the birth of your child you have to deal with your mother's bad news my mind is totally blown that your family meets while everyone is digesting the news that she only has six months six more months and your brother and sister-in-law want to discuss their wedding you and you get you and your siblings alone not to discuss your mother but his feeling his hurt feelings maybe he'll grow up someday someone thought maybe sister-in-law was trying to alienate him from his family but it sounded like he's stuck in the me 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 stage of life And originally reading that, I didn't really digest that he was taking a day, a dinner, that was supposed to be about spending time with family, and it was supposed to be about his mother, or their mother, that he took it upon himself and the sister-in-law's self to discuss their wedding, in which nobody attended. Why would you do that (laughs) when you know that that day's not supposed to be about you? It's... (sighs) There's nothing you can do. You're not the asshole. It's... He shouldn't be able to, like... He shouldn't get away with doing that, really. So, like, the older or the younger brother saying, um, after, uh, 
after our mother dies, he will never talk to him again, rightfully so. Because that is absolutely disgusting, in my opinion. And some may argue, okay, but maybe that's just his way of coping. Like, he doesn't want to... He doesn't want to bring the attention on the fact of his mother is going to die in a couple months. He wants everybody to focus on something happy. And that's not the way to do it. That, no. If nobody attended the wedding and there was already harsh feelings around that wedding, don't bring it up. So, I mean, it really sounds like he's all about me, me, me. And not about anybody else. And that seems like a common th uh, theme. Um, somebody said the real tragedy is that he chose a hill that was miles away and nobody was able to travel. His most... Um, I don't know. It's I mean at least the person tried to like do stuff for the wedding, made an attempt to do stuff with the wedding. I mean, having a baby is like $100,000 in the United States. And you offer to pay for bridesmaids' dresses, which could easily be upwards of like two, three thousand dollars. I mean, good for you. No, you're not the asshole. All right, so I looked for so long. I'm gonna do one more. Um, I looked so long for one that is actually the asshole. <laughs> um, so I found one, and. I was very confused, <laughs> but all I'm going to say is I think a lot of you will agree. Um, am I the asshole for making my cousin angry at her husband for not getting her pregnancy cravings for her? I've had a lot of weird and oddly specific pregnancy cravings. So far, my husband has gotten me every single one without fail. A few days ago, my cousin, who was also pregnant, and her husband were visiting. While they were there, I got this random craving for these brownies I've had from a bakery in France. I mentioned it to my cousin and her husband because I wanted to know if she had also gotten these uh, oddly specific cravings. She told me she did, but it was torture because her husband almost never got them for her. I said it wasn't nice of him and I would be upset if my husband acted like that. Her husband got defensive. Defensive. And said he actually got her the food she was craving a lot, but that there was a limit of how many times he would be expected to run around after the food she was craving. He kept telling me my husband wouldn't get me my French brownies, we live in Europe but not France, even though I knew he would because I've had even more ridiculous cravings before and he found a way to get them for me. I told him I would ask my husband since he never believed uh, me to prove a point 
and he was so confident that my husband would say no, which he obviously didn't. The brownies came after several several hours, and the longer it was taking, the more arrogant her husband got, so I was very happy when they arrived. My cousin was visibly pissed at her husband for the rest of their visit. My cousin's husband asked my husband if he had gotten them just to prove my point, but my husband said he got them because I said I was craving them, and not that French brownies were much easier to get than than, than some of the other cravings I've had. Cousin's husband asked about what other cravings I've had and was pissed when he realized I knew I would get the brownies if I asked. Before they left, he called me out on setting him up to look bad and claims his wife is mad at him because of me. Am I the asshole? Um, yes, you're the asshole. <laughs> what do you mean, am I the asshole? I don't care if you live in Europe. If you're expecting your spouse to go and pick up a pick up food from a different country, that is well above the reasonable accommodations for pregnancy cravings and you're an ass for encouraging your cousin to be a diva about that like yes you're the asshole what do you mean some people just have like yes like Oh my god, I like this comment. <laughs> the person <laughs> the person in in this post is actually Kate Middleston. <laughs> I'm going to cry. <laughs> a lot of people and a lot of people in this are arguing, okay, but they could live on the border of France or something like that. But the thing is, they obviously don't because like she said it took several hours for uh, him to arrive. So, no, they're not on the border. Um, I, this is like... I don't really know what to say. Yeah, you're the asshole. You're. This is like, what is it? Like. She's a diva. You are. He went to a whole ass different country. Just for some brownies. Brownies. Get the ingredients and make them yourself. Like. <laughs> you're gonna go. I would. I'm sorry. I'm not in a relationship. Nor am I pregnant. Nor have I ever been pregnant. But I would never. <laughs> Ever in a million years ask my spouse to go and get brownies from a different country just because I had a pregnancy craving for them and if I ever had the nerve to do that I would hope my spouse 
would knock some sense into my brain because no way in hell I'd want to be seen that far down. Like, no. <laughs> Never. You're the asshole for even considering making your husband go across country lines. <laughs> now, I live in the United States. Would I ask my spouse to go to a different state? Say I lived in the middle of the state. And I asked my spouse to go to a different state to get something for me because of a pregnancy craving? Nah. I would hope that <laughs> they would knock some sense into me and be like, mate, nah, that's not happening. I'm not going across state lines for you. I mean, I'll go and get the stuff to make it, but I'm not going across state lines for it. <laughs> Hell, tell me. I'll go and buy this stuff to make it and we can make it together so it's a bonding moment. But I'm not going across state lines for it. Hell, I wouldn't even go across state lines for somebody else's pregnancy cravings. Are you serious? Not happening. And uh, somebody, somebody commented, um, yeah, I've been pregnant multiple times and I never sent my husband on trips that would have taken a long time or that happened in the middle of the night. <laughs> Craving French brownies is a craving. <laughs> I wouldn't expect you to get it. I'm gonna stick with my answer. Yeah, you're the asshole. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. <laughs> but that's like ridiculous. That is... Like if I lived on a state line it's different if you like lived on the country line, but it's the fact that you don't <laughs> like, oh yeah, if you go like 30 minutes down the street, uh, you're at that French bakery, but no, it's literally like you are driving a couple hours <laughs> to another country for that. If I wasn't like state lines in my spouse, when I ask my spouse for something, then that's more reasonable as long as what I'm expecting is like no more than an hour away. <laughs> and even so, if I had in bulk, my guy, like, don't go there and just get a little bit of brownies. Get all the brownies. <laughs> because, like, I don't know. That... Like, if it's over an hour away, then that's ridiculous. No, not over an hour away, because that's an hour there and an hour back. I'm talking, like, an hour round trip. <laughs> so, like, 30 minutes that way, 30 minutes back. Like, that is the max that I'd expect. You're just an asshole for, like, expecting your husband to be your slave. Go get it yourself. <laughs> if you want something across country lines go get it yourself just my opinion go get it yourself don't make your spouse be a slave for you and go get it <laughs> all right i'm done all right i'm gonna end this here i might do another one um for bridezilla's because i love reading bridezilla stuff um and being like you are being ridiculous um
so I might do that. I might not, um, <laughs> depending on how this one goes. Um, I really want to do something more of, like, true crime again because I really enjoyed, um, doing the Clinton Young, uh, episode. Uh, well, Clinton's my friend, so, I, of course I enjoyed doing that, but, yeah. Um, if you have any recommendations of things, uh, to do, uh, like I said, go ahead and... Um, message me on any of my social medias. I have a website in which you can um, recommend things through. Uh, so if you want to do that, uh, you can go ahead and do that. Yeah, I will see you in the next one. Bye-bye!